Hi, this is Jamin Fraser, and you're listening to The Insecurity Project, solving the insecurity problem at a global level. This podcast is a mixture of interviews, coaching sessions, and personal development content. You'll hear me chat with experts, authors, speakers, and individuals who've gone on to do great things in their life as a result of working through their insecurity. You'll hear brave souls being willing to have a live coaching demonstration recorded where they work through their insecurity. And you'll hear 10 Minute Tuesday, which is a chance for me to deliver high-quality personal development content to help you on your journey. I hope you find it useful. Now on to today's show. Hey folks, it's 10 Minute Tuesday time. Uh, This week I'm sharing something which, look, I reckon this was such a game changer for me probably seven or eight years ago. Uh, It's been something that dramatically changed my opinion of myself, my understanding of myself, uh, and consistently, this has been a tool that I use with other people that that every time uh, opens new doors of opportunity for them, deeper levels of self-awareness for them, helps them set themselves free from a bunch of shame they've been holding on to, uh, and just gives them more choice about their future. So the key is to separate behavior from intention. That might sound a bit technical, but breaking that down, uh, typically we don't separate behavior from intention. Typically we define ourselves and others simply by what we do. Uh, We think we are what we do. We think others are what they do. So if someone steals, well, we go, you are a thief. Someone lies, they are a liar. We have stories such as, you know, a leopard can't change its spots. So we assess people by what they do, and that's how we sum them up. That's how we judge them, and that's our best indicator of who they are and and what they do. So the coaching space, because it's judgment-free, just has a very, very different approach to the human condition and understanding ourselves, which is great, right? Because it is the change conversation. Now, the typical conversation leads to no change, just causes you to be stuck in your current situation. But if change is what you're after, I think coaching creates this clean and sharp and leveraged space for, for lasting and, and radical change. So uh, when you take the judgment away, awareness is possible. I think you can't do judgment and awareness at the same time. I say that all the time. If you fear someone else is judging you and they're asking you a question, well, you're not going to give them the honest answer. You're going to tell them what you think they want to hear. It's not safe to be honest. Otherwise, you're going to get smashed. The same is true in your own life. If you are judging yourself by what you've done, if you are negative and critical of your own choices and your own behavior, and you go, why did I do that? Ah, you know, come on. You've got to be better than that. Just try harder. Just stop it. And you're trying to explore the intention of your behavior under the conditions of judgment. I promise you, you won't get to the bottom of it. It's just not safe to be real. You'll go into hiding. You'll play games with yourself. You'll protect yourself. And you'll come up with the answer, the right answer, just to get yourself off your own back. But when you take judgment away, then it becomes safe, to be honest. Whether you should be here or shouldn't be here, whether you should have done it, whether you shouldn't have done it, you did do it. Oh, well, that's interesting, because then it means you get a chance to go explore why. The cool thing is behavior never lies. Behavior is not created in a vacuum. Behavior always flows out of beliefs. It always just demonstrates the story we're living out of and what we believe to be true. So I love asking the question, what must I believe in order to have behaved this way? It just opens the lines of awareness and helps me get to the bottom, just to be curious to see what's actually going on. Uh, Now, every single thing that we do is simply an attempt to bring peace and comfort to ourselves. It's just an attempt to meet our needs. You know, I bang on about 
Tony Robbins six core needs model all the time. Uh, and I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry about that at all because I think it's outstanding. I say it again, Tony, you're amazing. And this is your finest contribution. If you're listening, Tony Robbins, um, a shout out. Uh, this is your finest contribution to the realm of human behavioral science. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and sorry, Abraham Maslow, this is this supersedes your model by, by a long way. So uh, the six core needs, again, for those playing at home, certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, contribution, and growth. Every behavior is an attempt to meet one or all or some of those needs, whether you're aware of it or not. So when you take the judgment away, you can actually explore, oh, that's what that's about. Oh, that's about meeting my need for certainty. Oh, my goodness. And when you separate the intention from the behavior without judgment, then it gives you a chance to go, oh, my goodness, if I'm trying to bring certainty in my life through this behavior, I wonder how else I could meet that same intention in a way that's more resourceful, in a way that's actually aligned with the kind of person I want to be, in a way that matches up to my values as a human being. Um, it's always interesting watching people behave in a way that's incongruent with their values, in a way that is not who they want to be. That not who they want to be. I can vividly remember, you know, walking down the street in Canberra, uh, in in Woden, and seeing someone someone come towards me with an expensive filtered uh, drinking bottle, water bottle in one hand and a cigarette in the other. And I thought to myself, you just can't be too careful about the toxins in drinking water these days. You need to protect yourself from those puppies. And so obviously there's a value around health for this person and an incongruent behavior, i.e. sucking on Laramies. So, um, and probably judging themselves for that and beating themselves up for that. Uh, so the exploration around why, what need is smoking meeting for you? In, in what way is it bringing you certainty or, or comfort? Or is it giving you adventure or variety? Or is it about rebellion? Or is it proving something to someone? If you can become aware of the intention and swap it for something more resourceful, then the unresourceful behavior gets displaced. I had a guy come see me you know, when I first started coaching with three questions. He'd just been uh, exposed having an affair for 12 months, and it had, it had all hit the fan, uh, you know what I mean. And so he had three questions for me. He said, Jamin, um, I'm not in a great way, right? As you could imagine, this has all come crashing down around me, and I've got three questions. Question one, why did I do this? Uh, question two, uh, why can't I stop doing this? Why has being exposed not um, immediately changed my situation and given me uh, a path forward? And three, what am I going to do now? Now, you can imagine how he was already answering those questions. You can imagine how you're answering those questions for him. Why did you do this? Uh, mate, you, you are a dirty, you, you are broken. There is something really wrong with you. You're a terrible human being. Why can't you stop doing this? Well, you are broken. You are bad. You are wrong. You are terrible. This is horrible behavior. And what are you going to do now? Well, I don't know what you're going to do now, but I promise you, you don't deserve to be happy out of this. You don't deserve to come out come out on top. You've lost the right to have any joy out of this, so you just need to do what's best for other people. And that was how he was answering that internally. But the, the usefulness of the coaching space was, I didn't care. It's not my life. I, I'm not the one with the problem. Um, I'm not there to say whether, what's good or bad or right or wrong or whether he should or shouldn't have. He's, he's come having done something that he's not happy with and he wants to understand why. Taking the judgment out of it, it was an exploration on how this behavior had in fact met almost all of those six core needs. And that awareness changed the game because it helped him. It didn't justify anything, I promise you. People always think, oh my goodness, you're saying it's okay to have an affair? No, no, well, no. And he wasn't saying it's okay. It just understands why. 
And if you can understand why, then and realize it doesn't define you, uh, well, then you get to make better choices and choices more aligned. You get to fix things. You get to move forward. You get to behave in a way that is aligned with your values. You know, shame, the lie around shame is, if you knew what I had done, you would not like me. That's that's shame. And we hide and protect ourselves because we think we are our behavior. Our behavior defines us. It it proves who we, who we really are. But the way out of shame is to separate behavior from intention and go, actually, I know exactly what I did. And now I'm aware of exactly why I did it and why it doesn't justify it. I know all that and I still like me. It doesn't change who I am. It doesn't define who I am. It doesn't mean I'm incapable of change. It doesn't mean I'm incapable of behaving differently in the future. I will be okay. And now that I'm aware, I'm capable of making better choices. So you can see the importance of this. You can see the value of separating behavior from intention, becoming aware of how your behavior is actually serving you, it's actually meeting a need, moving it from the subconscious to the conscious so you're in control of it, swapping it with more resourceful behavior that's in line with your needs so you can let go of the unresourceful behavior. Because look, we, we are inherently good people doing the best we know how. We're not trying to hurt ourselves or others. But often the vehicle we've chosen or the vehicle we've stumbled across or the vehicle that's been modeled to us or what we've just fallen into is all we know and that's what we do. So if you have a better strategy, a more wholesome strategy, a strategy that meets your values more completely, well, of course you're going to do that because you're not trying to do the wrong thing. You're just trying to meet a need. So, look, that's 10-Minute Tuesday for this week. It's a deep topic. It's an important topic. It's a powerful topic. I encourage you to sit with this and to explore your own self, to know yourself and to deal with the areas of shame in your own life where you have been judging yourself and to actually, to actually operate with some more compassion and less judgment in other people in your life. Maybe you've been hurt and affected by other people's poor, poor behavior, and your only way of understanding that is to label them by their behavior. And that has cut you off from any relationship from that person. Again, it doesn't justify what they've done, but if you can understand it, it may change everything for you. And there. Hope that's useful. That's 10 Minute Tuesday. I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to The Insecurity Project. If you're interested in finding out more about dealing with your own insecurity, check out the 30-day online Overcoming Insecurity Bootcamp. It combines high-quality frameworks with one-on-one coaching to help you eradicate the fear of not being good enough and give yourself permission to really flourish in life. For more information, check out jamonfraser.com.